podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to Iron Cars and welcome to the show to one of our longest serving first team players. 2019 <laughs> Hammer of the Year. 175 games for West Ham, five and a half years. Welcome to the sofa, Lucas, Fab- Lucas Fabianski. Oh, hello. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Lucas Fabianski. It's okay. I'll make it easy for you. <laughs> um, I've asked you just before we start this uh-huh. record if you'd calm down after the Sheffield United game, but you said no. I'm not. I don't get oh, angry. I don't, I don't get angry you. about games. No, to be honest with you, I, I've never been like I told you that before, but, but I've never been emotional about the games. I always try to not stay calm. It's, I think it's just my personality. Uh, so, so uh, I always approach it in a way that uh, just the things probably they have to flow in their own way. You can't really like sometimes you can't really affect things, uh, so they happen. Uh, for different reasons and that's how I approach probably most things in, in life and I think football is one of them so that's how I I, I mean I, I love the attitude but <laughs> I'm still fuming so I don't know how no, to, but I, 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 no but I like no, uh, I know what you're saying yeah but I think uh, I don't know if that comes maybe from, from my position as well because uh, being goalkeeper I think you really need to, 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 to be calm and because for us making decisions is one of the most important things on, on, on the pitch because uh, once you make a decision, it has to be a right one. Because if it's a bad one, any other position, you can get away with it. With the goalkeepers, I think if it's a bad decision, normally ends up with the goal. So I think that more or less maturity because of that maybe then helps me to, to, to approach things in a, in, a, in a calmer way. So, so it is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny because I would say you're not like, I think Ginger, I'm fair at right in saying that most goalkeepers are nutters. Yes. Lucas, you're not a nutter. No, like, but, and I, no. I, realize, I, I realize that quite early on. You're so calm. And when you think of like, goalkeepers, tend to be erratic almost. I wouldn't say nutter. Some of them are nutters. Some of them are just a bit different. Do you know yeah. what I mean? As in, like, I think you got to be a bit different to stand on your there's own. There's very no, zen the, 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 Yeah, but there's one uh, one bit which is different. That obviously we put our body on the line in in uh, in some extreme situations. Uh, uh, in terms of getting hit with the ball in the face and things like that, I think that that's that's different, yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah. I'm willing to do that. I'm happy to do that. I, it actually excites me. <laughs> uh, uh, See, but then, yeah, uh, oh, you yeah, are crazy. I, like I, I really enjoy that. Like if you even if you look back at the at the two, today's uh, training session when we had a lot of one v ones, two v twos on the small pitch, so everything happens quickly. And there's a one situation when. Uh, so uh, I don't remember who it was, but like uh, was one v one against me, got around me, and then Ingzi was went in goal to block the shot. But the way he went, like uh, hiding from it. Yeah, and I'm thinking like, come on, it's just the ball. Like yeah. in my head, it's like bag of air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just throw yourself. Don't worry about anything else. So, <laughs> but so I, I think that's yeah, that's what it is. I, th- I think with goalkeepers, though, because it is a strange thing, isn't it? Because obviously you train on your own, then you yes, you've got yes. your little goalkeeping little little crew with the mm-hmm. with the goalkeeper coach. So it's it's a funny thing, like. We'd go off and do our, you know, possessions and all that, and you'd always see the goalkeepers, Lucas and the boys, separately yes. on their own. So it is a mad little, yeah, sn- it is. little sort of school you got. Yeah, but I think the our training is so different to the, mm. you know, to the outfield players. Uh, there are some like things that relate, but, but in general, our training is is completely different, and obviously, uh, we have to work with hands. Uh, that's the main thing. We we work a lot. Uh, in a very short spaces, uh, working uh, on on uh, 
correct decisions on correct uh, timing of the sets and things like that, recognizing the the, the situations, uh, reactions, uh, uh, then. Uh, you know, crossing and things like that. So, so it's a completely different session. So, I think for the for the first bit, especially of the uh, of the of the training, we have to be somewhere else, working on our bits. Then, once we start doing some like possession, maybe with the goalkeepers or, or small sided games and things like that, then we join the team. But yeah, uh, our training is is so different. So, so I think that's why we always end up somewhere on the other side of the pitch doing our own little things. Yeah. It's interesting as well because like you say, the goalkeeper, you, you goalkeepers are off training with each other but you're fighting for one place. Mm-hmm. So you spend a lot of time with like three or four of you, however many it is, but ultimately you're, you're all trying for that one position. Does that, how do you deal with the kind of tension of that? Like um, spending a lot of time with someone but also you kind of got to be competitive with them? No, I think... Um, I always approach it in a way that uh, I try to always look at myself and basically do my best. I, I don't want to really like create this this kind of feeling of competition. Mm, yeah, competition yeah, that uh, if he does this, I need to do that better. No, I think for me always the main focus was myself. So so try to do the best things, uh, the best that I that I can uh, in, in in the best way possible, and then. The rest is up to someone else, really, uh, to make decisions. But, but me competing is really me pushing myself rather than uh, looking at someone else how he do and then then like try. No, no, I'm gonna prove them. Like I, I do it better. Then uh, I think from that comes that uh, maybe this natural way of pushing each other. Uh, so. Actually, everyone trying to do the best. Uh, I think it's 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 very healthy, rather than than, than uh, me trying. Because I think if I in the back of my head I would have this thing, oh, he did it like that, so so I need to do it like like this. I, I don't think that that, that works. Mm. Uh, I just think the 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 main focus in, in really in competing it's uh, making sure that you do your best and control the, just the things that you can control, rather than focusing on on, on someone else. So, so try. Do to- you ever put? Extra power in your shots, though, against another goalkeeper. <laughs> no, 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 I never. Do you know what I mean? No, or no, dodgy no. pass back to I, him or something. I've experienced things like that <laughs> in, in the it, past yeah. and the other previous clubs. Uh, that there were goalkeepers that, uh, like, you know, with their service when it's not. Yeah, good that's and a, just but it was funny because it wasn't always like some of them. Really, I won't name names, but no, of course uh, not. Uh, it was actually opposite, so it was the slowest possible ever. It's made it harder. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so uh, yeah, I've experienced things like that. Uh, they happen. I think it's as well uh, part of competing. I guess maybe it's a bit of an old school way. As mm. I think, mm. but to be honest uh, with you, since I joined uh, West Ham and I've been, uh, you know, with with different goalkeepers, I think it was always very, very. Don't like done in a in a respectful way. So so, actually, I have to give like uh, a lot of credit to to Xavi, the goalkeeping coach, because the way I think he controlled the group, which is always not easy to control. Uh, different characters competing for for one place, but but the way he did it, I think it's it's really cool. So so I I don't think I ever experienced actually something like that over here. So so we'll talk about Xavi in a, in a little bit. Mm-hmm. I wanted to rewind the clock right back and talk about you started your career in Poland and you really asserted yourself as a first team goalkeeper mm-hmm. at Legia Warsaw, but you also had trials at a, a whole host of English clubs, right? Yes. 
Arsenal, I think it was. Who do you know? Southampton yeah. and Big Sam at Bolton. Yeah, yeah. So early on that in your career. That was car- scary. Yeah. <laughs> That's so, scary. Yeah, scary. Oh, my God. He was like... <laughs> no, I remember uh, I started with Bolton, but, but I was there at the age of 18 or 19, something like that. I just remember one incident with uh, with some other guys, actually. Uh, so we finished the training session and then we walked uh, like inside the, the, the training building uh, to have lunch. And uh, but I was training with the academy, and then uh, the first team uh, finished as well. So more or less, we we were there at the same time. And he he saw a few of the academy players, and I think I was one of them. <clears throat> uh, that he came in, like started shouting, "Get the out of here!" Like started pulling the <laughs> them out, just like you know, the first team goes first, like you wait yeah. in the back and. So it was like, yeah, I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, uh. <laughs> Sounds like Sam, that. <laughs> yeah, so kind of, but I, I don't know if that was maybe because of the canteen wasn't the, the biggest one at the, at the Bolton training ground or, or yeah, probably they are the priority of the club. So, so they should go first. So, so he kicked all the academy boys out. Uh, and yeah, so that was my... Uh, the only really experience. And was Kev Nolan coming in to have his... I don't remember, but I'm pretty sure he was there. But I remember at the time they had a crazy team. Bolton, yeah, so many yeah. international players like yeah. Yeros, Campos, Okochas, yeah. and someone like Joe Kev, yeah, JJ, and, uh, that sort, yeah. JJ Kocha. and Kev Nolan, and Kev, uh, like, Kev Nolan, <laughs> someone called Kev Nolan. Uh, what the, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So I was uh, sorry, I was uh, Southampton was my first ever ever trial. Uh, Who would the manager have been then? Uh, Gordon so, Strahan. Gordon Strahan, yeah. Gordon Strahan was the manager. So the I tell you like a little funny story. I was actually telling that to Prazi as well the other day. Uh, so. Uh, we got there for the training on, on one day. Uh, I just got changed, came out, and we watched the first team training session before we actually started uh, the training with the, with the academy players. And uh, I don't remember, but it was Antti Niemi and Welsh goalkeeper Paul Jones. Paul Jones, yeah. Yeah, yeah he was yeah. there. And then one of them got injured in the training session. And I just stood there with my gloves on. And I remember he shouted like, get the young lad. Like, So I went straight into the small really? side of the game. Yeah. And uh, actually, I did well in that in that in that small side of the game. He was like kind of like impressed with uh, with okay. me. Yeah. So so then I got invited the second time. So I, that was the only time I trained with the first team during my first trial with Southampton. And I think because of that small sided games, they invited me again later on. So so that was like a cool experience. Yeah. And with Arsenal as well, I got uh, kind of scouted under uh, after the qualification for the under 19 European championships yeah so so they invited me for the for the trial so yeah I was trained like had the chance to train with Dennis Bergkamp during Tyrion Rio was that like like it was yeah, mental yeah. yeah proper team yeah yeah, yeah, yeah yeah proper yeah and then so you eventually you go back to Legia Warsaw it's yes. where you really kind of yeah like I said earlier establish mm-hmm. yourself you were 20 years old mm-hmm. first team goalkeeper yeah. I thought you don't really see many 20 year old goalkeepers mm-hmm. anymore get an opportunity yeah but uh, I think Legia was a uh, it still is to be honest with you a, a bit different when it comes to that because at one point I think they really decided because the great thing about Legia is that they have a great goalkeeping coach who's been there for, for ages. And uh, before me was actually Arthur Borutze. Uh, and then they, he went to, to Celtic. And they had this kind of trust that if they have a young goalie that is doing well, I played only for the second team for, for like six months with Legia. Uh, but they told me straight away when I, when I signed for them, they told me straight away, listen, if you do well in the second team and there's a big chance that Arthur will leave in the summer, we are willing to give you a chance in the first team. Then it's obviously up to you if you're going to do well or, or not. But they had this kind of way of uh, 
trusting the young players, especially with the goalkeepers, because they knew the goalkeeping coach is really good. So he's going to prepare like a good goalie for you. And then obviously it's up to you how you're going to handle all the all the pressure with, with playing for the for the first team. So yeah, they, they they gave me this opportunity. They gave me this this, this chance, and yeah, it worked out pretty. Did pretty you good. did you feel when you got into the first team? Did you feel the pressure being so young, or were they quite no, relaxed with you? I, I, no, because I think like the the six the the first it was really, I think the the way they prepared me for for this. So I was almost like expecting that to happen and mm. mentally ready. It wasn't like a surprise for me that Arthur is leaving and suddenly I'm being thrown. It was more or less. Like just keep your focus, uh, keep playing well in the in the second team. Then, the, even the games for for the second team were so important for me because I knew I had to like play well, play consistent. Uh, and then obviously I played some preseason games with the with the first team as well, so uh, I did well in them. And then uh, I remember like the goalkeeping coach came to me and said like, you know, it's not about the age really for us. If you if we think that you are good enough. You'll play. Yeah, you're playing mm -hmm. and we're going to trust you. So, so I think that was uh, that was so so important for, for my development. Did you have that calmness that you've got now, even then? Yeah, I think even a bit more, like slash. <laughs> a bit more calm. Bit yeah, more calm. I, but I think it was uh, calmness slash, like a little bit even more like reverse in terms of, uh, not reverse, uh, how do you say, like, I don't know. Would you have been a bit more less vocal, maybe? Yes, you were young? Yeah, yes, yes, yes. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. so I think that was one of the issues at the young age. Uh, a lot of coaches were, were saying that you have to be a bit more demanding, a bit more vocal on the on the pitch. So, so that was one of the one of the things. But I think that comes with the, comes with the experience. Yeah, yeah, experience. Yeah. 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 You after that seven seasons with Arsenal. Yeah. And you, weirdly, <clears throat> your Arsenal career ends. With the FA Cup final against... Why weirdly? Why weirdly? <laughs> well, Why weirdly? Just, like, I worked for it. I mean, what, I mean, what, what a what, high what. to leave on. Yeah, that was But, cool. but that what was I was cool. interested in was that you kind of made up your mind that you wanted to leave. Yes, yeah, six months before. Yeah. But, but what... Uh, I made the I decision mean, six months. Six like, months before, but yeah, win the FA Cup and then leave. Yeah, but to be honest with you, I think that what was so... I think cool in this whole, whole situation because... Um, uh, informed the club and uh, and the manager that uh, I won't be extending my contract. Uh, but on the other hand, they still trusted me to, to, to play me in all the games in the, in the FA Cup. Uh, so uh, I remember even like, I don't know, a couple of weeks of, yeah, before the, the final, the manager still came to me and asked me if I maybe would change my mind or not. But I said no. But so And then I thought, oh, maybe you're <laughs> gonna drop me for the yeah. final you know but he still trusted me he still played me so so i think that was really cool and and done in a very i think in a respectful ways because because then i wasn't really playing with them you know sometimes towards the end of the contract you can be like you know maybe left out or left out yeah. or, or maybe i'll play with them asking maybe for this or for that like no i i just said like and my message was always very clear that uh, i want to leave because I want to play more games, I want to be a number one goalkeeper, and that's my uh, that's my aim. And uh, at the time at Arsenal, I didn't feel that, uh, and it was proven because I wasn't playing uh, in the league uh, uh, games. So 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 uh, that was that was the always aim for me. It was never about I don't know playing with the contracts and things like that. So yeah, I think we it was really done in a, in a very respectful way, and I think both sides actually understood the the situation. What um what age were you then, mate? I was uh, 29. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I was like... It's quite a big call. They offered you a contract, but you yes. said no because you yes. wanted to go. Oh, that's a big yes. call, eh? Yeah. 
No, it was uh, just because you wanted to play, you wanted to be a number. Yes, one. yeah, but it's funny because when I made the call, when I informed them in the, in the January, uh, uh, I had no club that yeah, was yeah, interested in yeah. me. In me, so so it was a bit of a like a oh, risk. Wow. Yeah, yeah, so so, but yeah, I was, but that's, I, was that I was willing uh, to take good that confidence risk. though. Yeah, but in your own I think I, to be honest with you, it took me a bit to actually gain that as well. It yeah. wasn't like I was always that confident and uh, in making uh, big decisions but with this with this decision i think uh, we took a, a lot of risk at the start but i think it, it paid off pretty pretty good um, we talked about wales just before we started recording this yeah. podcast you described wales as the greatest country in yeah. the world i think everyone does <laughs> no but listen but listen. you loved your time there i loved it and i think uh, what makes it Wales uh, special it's the people. Like, really, I really mean that. I agree. Uh, no, no, but like... Uh, <laughs> I'm not disagreeing. <laughs> no, <laughs> You're like, getting angry. Like. <laughs> I think the, the Swansea vibe, I don't know if that's because there's a lot of surfers and things like that yeah, over there. A lot chill, of bass yeah. and like, yeah, it's very yeah. chill place. Very chill place. So for us coming from London when everything's like pace, pace, quick, rush, big, you're getting to the place that is like so chilled and relaxed. People are like so laid back. Even at the club, the, the you know the the Swansea, the way they played football was very like, mm. you know, the fans were always like, doesn't matter if you did well or not, they would always appreciate like you know appreciate your your effort. So that was that was uh, so cool. Uh, I have got to be careful what I say because I played for Cardiff for five years. So. Okay. Cardiff, I think I'll sit on the I fence on this one, right. Swansea. Yeah, maybe Cardiff's a bit, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey. You know, you know. You know. Um, I had to. Yeah, but yeah. Swansea like Syria. Like from the very first day when we got there, it was just like amazing how people have treated us. Like even, uh, I don't know, like Ashley Williams was, was the mm. skipper at the time. And uh, the way he felt, I think, that responsible that he has to not only bring me into the little like Swansea community of the players but like my family as well so his wife was as well like organizing organizing a lot of things just just to get to know each other for oh, for my man. wife Mrs. Yeah. like families and things like that so so we felt like from the very first day like wow it's like amazing the only minus I would say is weather weather oh my god I wondered when it was gonna <laughs> oh come oh my god oh Jesus if there was that. A, like because like the Mambos and Gawa, it's so beautiful. It's just the weather. Yeah. But, but Poland weather. has harsh winters. Is it? Swansea? It's just. It's just. Uh, no, the the Poland thing is that uh, it's just really cold. It's like it can get to minus ten, fifteen things yeah. like that. It must be pretty bad in Swansea for Lucas to say. Uh, mention the weather when he's talking about minus ten in Poland. <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't think it's quite that the, cold the, the in Swansea. Thing, but that, that they don't. But. It, Rain and, and especially wind. Yeah, wind is a killer. Oh yeah. my god, oh, it's a killer. Yeah. But going back to Ash, he was my—I know Ash really well. Yes, he's my yes, Wales captain. Yeah. He's a great guy. And yeah. that team at Swansea at the time was that when it was? They had been in the Premier League, or they had just come yeah. up when you joined them? No, they've been. They've they've been, been there for a yeah, years, they, right? I think that when I joined them, they they played the one season in the. So they two years before they won the Carling Cup. Of or course, Cup, I don't yeah. know how you called it at what the time. It is now, yeah, yeah, and. Uh, the year after they played in the European, I don't know if that was yeah. UEFA Cup or Europa League, <laughs> I don't know. And uh, and that's the year, I joined them the year after they played in the European uh, oh, okay, competition. Yeah. Yeah. Good team then as well. Yeah, good it? team because yeah. uh, then we ended up actually uh, playing the best season in the history of Swans in the, mm. in the Premier League. Uh, we finished eighth, but with like the 
56 points or something. So that was the, the biggest amount of points that Swansea ever got in the in the Prem. Swansea actually ended up going down sadly, and you were you were player yes, of the season I was that, part of the, that yeah. final season. Yeah. And then that this is when the opportunity to come to West Ham pops up in 2018. So yes. how did how was the club sold on you? Was it a tough decision to come to come for in? me? No, yeah. uh, not really. I, I uh, so. Mm, I was always, in some way, a kind of a, like I don't know if fun is the is the right word, but I had a, a bit of a, like bigger, always bigger interest in in, in West Ham because I always thought West Ham is like a very good club. Uh, one thing is because it was based in London, and for us as a family, we always wanted to come back to London at uh, at some stage. And on the other hand, I always had the feeling that, especially when uh, you moved to the or we moved now. Uh, to the new stadium, I felt like you are trying to to get somewhere that like a new level, yeah, like a new level, like you know, competing with the with the with the top teams. And uh, I remember even speaking with with my friend from from the national team. Every now and then, I always mention, ah, I, w- I think it would be really nice to play for West Ham. Like I think it's a really good club, big club, trying to always improve. Uh, and then once I found out that there was an interest from West Ham. Mm, yeah, I was really happy, really, really happy. So, so yeah, I think for me it was quite, quite, quite easy to make that decision. Yeah. All right, West Ham fans, one way you can support Ironcast and help us rocket up the charts and beat off the competition from other official football clubs' podcasts like Chelsea and like Spurs is to get a five-star rating or review from you. Support me and Ginger on the podcast, chuck us a five-star rating review and help us rocket up the charts where West Ham belong, at the top of the table. Back on with the show. You were our first, you are our first ever Polish player, but I wondered if you knew that down the road in the Czech Republic, we had a big goalkeeper in the 90s called Ludwig Mikloska. And I wondered, had, had you ever caught sight of him in the 90s growing up? Oh, no, 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 no. Like to actually watch him live. No, I never had a chance. Yeah. I know I'm old, but I never had a chance. All the time. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. now I finish playing, like, s- s- people come back to me and go, oh, did you play with yeah, Canio? Yeah. Like, players that have been like playing, <laughs> yeah. have been playing like 30 years ago. Yeah, yeah, people going, oh, you must, have, you must know him, yeah, you must have played yeah, with that. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not that old. Like, yeah, I only yeah, finished yeah. five years ago, yeah, but it's yeah, mad that yeah. people forget. No, I, I had a chance to meet him. Great guy, but but I'll never see him yeah, playing. Yeah, didn't cross paths. No. Your first season were in 2018-19, your hammer of the year. We finished 10th. Mm. This is uh, under under Manuel Pellegrini. I mean, what a way to start your West Ham career. Straight away. Yeah, it's just normal for you. Yeah? No, not normal. <laughs> but I was coming off like from... from uh, like on a, I had a really good season at Swansea before. I know we got yeah. relegated, but yeah, I had like back-to-back player of the season awards from like, so I tr- just try to carry on and uh, build on wh- what I've done at Swansea and uh, as well carry on with with the the way I perform in the in the Premier League so so yeah just just try to continue to to do my yeah a lot of best, uh, yeah. a lot of players we have on um talk about the club and the family feel and all that did was it easy to settle like, I know Nobs was always no a big, no for big us part. was easy for us was really easy I think the the, the thing that helped us as well was that we knew London yeah, you knew really it, yeah. good. Uh, and uh, at the same time, I remember my very first day uh, coming here to the train ground. Uh, so I walked in and Nobs was already there sitting in the canteen. And like, I just said, like, I went to, to, to say hello. And then like, 
you know, he hugged me, he yeah. called me, you're right, like this and that, like almost screaming into my face because, mm -hmm. you know, he's so loud. I uh, like, so, so I felt like, oh, wow, that's cool. That's really cool. Yeah. So yeah, it was easy. It was easy from, from the start. And, uh, uh, you know, there's a Polish physio as well. Yeah. Working with Marek. Marek so, yeah. so, you know, it was really cool because actually that's the first time I think in my career that there's there's someone in the within the like the medical coaching staff that, that it's polish so, so i thought wow that's actually you know, cool <laughs> as well yeah so it was easy a very very smooth transition yeah. for us yeah did the fans take to you like immediately because i speaking to, for myself as a fan i felt like our goalkeeper position had been in turmoil for about six years turmoil, yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa. as a fan well, i mean i know you're, you're gonna know you're in the goalkeepers now? union so uh, i know i, I think appreciate we, that. i think we need to name but names i think, yeah. whoa, whoa, whoa. I think since rob when robert green left we'd never had a really settled goalkeeper and no, then when yeah. lucas came in suddenly as a fan there was it was just so much more relaxed to watch West Ham play. And I wondered, yeah. did that gratitude come to you from the fans? It felt like, certainly as a fan, I was so appreciative no, of the job be, you were I doing. Think, uh, you know what? Uh, obviously, um, I'm not a person that um, follows the forums or, or like mm. social media, things like that. Uh, what it's being said over there. But to be honest, since my boy got older, and he started school and he goes to the school that it's a very West Ham community. His little football club is very like West Ham orientated. Uh, it's being run by, by, by big, massive West Ham fans. So then I've, I got to maybe experience Hear a, a little bit, bit like, more. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've, like feelings that, that people have towards me. So, so, uh, like I said, I'm, I'm very like family orientated. So, so I never go out much as well. I, I don't really follow things in the, in the internet media, mm. things like that. Uh, I, I'm, I'm always so focused on my on my work, so, so that's the the main thing for me. But once, like I said, my son started to to be older, started uh, going, you know, little birthday parties, little. Then uh, when I see some of the direction of of, of the other parents or, or some of the fans that, that I met there, yeah, I, I realized like, yeah, I think they. So, um, so if yeah. we haven't won, if West Ham lost, does your son go to school still? <laughs> yeah, no, 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 it's not. Be hiding. No, no, it's yeah. cool. It's, no, uh, it's good. No, but I just think like, yeah, I think the, the best word to, is like respect. I think I have, mm, yeah. yeah. I remember yeah. that first year you came in watching. I just left and watching, and you had a great season though. First no, season. No, it was, yeah. yeah, it was a good one. It was a good mm. one. Even though as a, as a club, I think, I think the, the, the only down of that season was the start of it. Mm. Because I think if, if we would have picked up a few more points in the first four games that we lost, we was actually able to finish more or less in the European places mm. as well. But the, the start, yeah. But then, yeah, it was was a really good season. For how me, um, how much did we buy you for from Swansea? Seven million. Seven. I mean, I'm not sure if that was even that. We're calling the Wikipedia. Yeah, but I think I I heard like it was <laughs> more or less. No less. 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 Oh, oh, oh really? Oh, it yeah, might I, have been no, a lot of deal. Right. Yeah, but yeah, to be yeah, honest with you, I think money. I remember having conversation with the Swansea chairman at the time, Hugh Jenkins. Hugh Jenkins, yeah. Yeah, and uh, he told me because you've been so good for us. They were happy so, to. So, so I, I'm not gonna like you know. Oh, fair play uh, to him. Yeah, yeah. I, like like I said, I think we always had like I say we because it's my agent as well. I think mm. the way we try to. Mm always with the respect and clarity. So, so yeah. I think that 
you know, sometimes helps us in football. I want to bring up now Xavi Valero, mm-hmm. who um, he actually came in as a goalkeeper coach under Manuel Pellegrini. Yes. When Pellegrini left, Xavi stayed on. Yeah. And he said, he's been, you've worked with him a long, long time. Can mm-hmm. you give us a You've been very complimentary about how good he is to work with. Can you give us a sense of what, how good he is on a day-to-day basis? Um. Yeah, like uh, no, <laughs> no, no, I know, but I'm trying to find the 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 best way to to say. But the one thing I I like about him is that he's calm. He's probably yeah, he as calm it. as uh, as me. Mm. Uh, especially now for me, it's a, it's it's a bit different because I sit a lot on the bench and I see what's happening in front of me. So you have like Catch one, two, him. three, four shouting, and he's just there sitting like <laughs> chilling. Yeah, chilling. You know, like so. So it's more like more or less the. Uh, maybe a lot like very similar to the way I, I see things but at the same he's very detailed he's very specific on, on the little things during the training sessions he he noticed some things that maybe even before I joined uh, I wasn't aware of in my, in my game uh, so yeah he he. I think the the best thing about him is that he has a really good eye on 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 really small details that can improve your improve your game. So so I think that that really helped me. And then he's as well able to put it in training, you know, because I've had coaches maybe in the past that, you know, they would talk a good game, but once the training starts, okay. he would end up with 10 volleys, 10 half volleys, and that was the, the training session. Stuff. Yeah, but I think you have to, like, obviously shown it, but but at the same time, you have to be able to do it in training, repeating training, so so you know you work on the, on the, on the good things. Do you know when you get to a certain age as a goalkeeper, say... Say Xavi come to you and said he'd noticed something. Is it quite hard to change? No, no. Do you know me, what I mean? If no, he came no. and noticed something in your game and you worked on it enough, is no, it? No, for me, because I'm a person that it's always... Always think, trying to improve, yeah, trying to try, learn. Try, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I think I'm a good listener and I'm mm. easy to... Uh, how do you say? Mm, to be coachable. Mm. I, I, I'm, not, uh, I'm not a person that will, I don't know, question or start uh, confrontations. Uh, I always believe that when there's a... Especially a goalkeeping coach comes to me and tells me, like, listen, uh, focus on this, focus on that. Uh, I take it on board and, it I, and I try to work on it. So so I think that's one of my biggest and best bits about me, that I'm very coachable. I think I'm a, I'm a good like mm. listener when it comes to, yeah. Your penalty saving record's been fantastic. Yeah, just like the last game. So, <laughs> well, apart from that. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, I wanted to ask a question about that because James McAtee held the ball. Yes, and then I at was, the last minute yes, they switched yeah, it. Yeah. Did you know that switch was coming? I I, I could sense it because uh, he wasn't the the main taker for them, and yeah. I, I knew Oli was there. I was only thinking between Oli. I say Oli because we, yeah, 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 we yeah. were at Swansea together. Oli or, or Oliver Norwood because he's one of the the most experienced players. He, I think he's he took some penalties uh, in the past, so I was thinking maybe it's between. But then Norwood was staying a bit further away from from the penalty box, so, so then I. I was pretty sure that 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 McBurney will be the one that 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 will take it. So, mm. and and you would have done your homework. You, you, no, I knew because like uh, they, his favorite, his favorite, scored. his favorite one is is to the left side of the goalie in the in the big ones in the in the recent game against United. He he scored there in some uh, penalty shootouts for for the national team for Scotland yeah. against Serbia. I think in the in the important ones he he went there as well. But my feeling was. Uh, uh, I don't know if I should give that away, but I think it's not. <laughs> I think it's, fasc- it's no. fascinating. So for me, it was this. basically they're under huge pressure as a, as a club, bottom of the league, mm. um, last minute penalty, yeah, losing two one. 
Uh, you say it, last uh, minute. Was it not like yeah, five minutes yeah. after yeah, the last six minute. minutes were added? But yeah. it was in the thirteen. Uh, yeah, yeah thirteen. Yeah. Uh, so for me, it was like the safest option is like a middle. Yeah. Uh, so I tried to stay as long as I, as I could in the in oh, the middle. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you think so much pressure. You just it's could, so much it's pressure. Black, it's like that, it's almost like the power blasted in the in the middle. Because like I, I think they always expect goalies to to dive to dive. Yeah. Because uh, yeah. even the, the penalty fast, Prowse was like, mm. it was a decisive one. Yeah. So I was in my head, like, he's gonna go middle, like, and he did, he did, yeah. <laughs> but then uh, I have to say, it's a like credit to to Oli because he actually went completely different way that yeah. he's used to. So so it, it takes mm. a lot of courage, and so. Uh. Um, so I mean, moving on forward into your West Ham career, like the second season, like mm -hmm. Pellegrini leaves, David yeah. Moyes comes in, and we start we start on this trajectory mm -hmm. towards European football. We chatted to Angela Ogbonna, and he talked about the Chelsea game at the London Stadium ah, yeah. as being a game in which in the in the COVID era, where, yeah, when Yarmolenko mm. scored yeah, the yeah. last minute winner. Okay, and Oggy said that the club just seemed to turn that yes, night. Yes, yes, yes. And uh, so I want to speak to the second person involved okay. that we've spoken to yeah. about that night. Did you get that sense as well that the, this football team was changing? Yeah, because I, I remember until that moment, because that was uh, yeah still the the season when we were like fighting to avoid the re relegation. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so uh, yeah, I think we we're very like up and down with the with the results at the time, and I think we really needed like a big big win against like a big team. And I think uh, in that game, if I'm not mistaken, I think we we're losing, yeah, two one or no? Yeah, it was a three think, two victory. Yeah, we, we won three two, but I think we were we until some point we were actually yeah. losing. Um, so I think that win and especially scoring the in the last like last, minute, uh, last yeah. minute of the game, I think that gave us like a massive boost uh, of of confidence, uh, and then we we're able to survive in that season. I think that just carried on into. In, into mm. the next one so so I think that that, that game was yeah amazing because I think the, somewhere around the chingo there's a like, great picture uh, of the bench from that yeah, game yeah seen it. yeah when you see like people hugging each other even means. though you yeah. should keep the two meter space <laughs> yeah so <laughs> you, you see people that. with the mask on like yeah, hugging yeah, each yeah, other yeah, so yeah. that was yeah I think that it shows how how special and, and like meaningful that, that game was for us yeah yeah and then the following season 2020-2021 finished sixth 65 points a club mm -hmm. record uh, how much did the atmosphere change over those years it just felt like it was almost what we were watching it as a fan a different mm -hmm. football team to what we'd seen in the few years before. I believe when we played in the in the pandemic, the, this extra pressure that sometimes comes from the fans, mm. doesn't matter if that's away or home, it, it was just like, it wasn't there really. So uh, I think it helped us maybe to to start believing a little bit more in our abilities. And then we, we've been able to to, uh, to put in a, a really good, good run of, of, of games, of results. And then I think once the fans were back. I think we are at such a good level of confidence as a, as a team that that I think that it just carried on, uh, yeah, mm. to to finish the season well and then then to build on that as well. So, so I think the the fans being actually excited to be back at the stadiums, us very excited about them being back at the games, but at the same time about us doing well and like showing now or oh, you are back so now we're going to show you like how much we developed as this a is, as a yeah. team so so i think that that was yeah uh interesting yeah 
situation, but, but I think it helped us really to to kind of rebuild. I wouldn't say the team, but, but maybe the the confidence, the confidence, the confidence within that, the yeah. within the group. Yeah. Finally, something good to say about COVID. <laughs> it changed West Ham. No, but it's I, mad I, though because <laughs> I thought about that period a lot. Obviously, I wasn't playing at the time, but. You must have seen it at certain clubs and maybe here that yeah. players do struggle, don't they? Are they? You know, players, I used to like playing in front of a crowd and, yeah. and if I wasn't playing well, I'd, I'd take getting booed. But people do struggle in it. So you can imagine, you know, boys who might have been struggling a little bit because there was a lot of heat on the club at the time for why well, I can show myself a little bit now. And yeah, when you I get think, that momentum yeah. and that confidence back, you know, that's when it started to start Yeah, I think there was a, like for a few years, it was like, mm. like more or less, but there was a bit of like, constant tension. heat yeah. tension mm. on the on the club and i think that maybe that helped us as well but then on the other hand you you i think who was it uh i'm yeah sheffield united i remember with mm. the fans they were like amazing once fans couldn't come to the game suddenly they like completely dropped the the level and mm. like i think they got relegated in the in the second one yeah maybe, yeah so yeah. there were like few teams that you know struggled through yeah it. struggled because there were no fans for us i think it was a bit of a, like a different story so so i think we really needed to maybe, yeah, just to calm down a calm bit in terms down. of like things like that and focus on the on football and then then we're able to, yeah. It's been nothing but good since. I know. But um, it's interesting how we've worked the goalkeepers. When we got into Europe, we finished sixth. When yeah. We've had three seasons in Europe. Those first two seasons in Europe, we had this cup. Alphonse would be mm -hmm. the cup goalkeeper. So in Europe, you'd be on the bench and then in the Premier mm -hmm. League. But when we were in Europe, I noticed in the, those first couple of years, you were always so supportive as a as how a team player. How did you know? Whenever that? there's a shot of the bench, <laughs> I'd actually say he knew the cameras. The angry, the angriest you've ever been. It's like yeah. I think maybe it was a Frankfurt game as well. It would cut to the bench. You would see. You would uh, get more animated on the bench than uh, I, I think, think I'd yeah, ever seen. Yeah, maybe you the the on the pitch. Yeah, probably. Yeah, on the bench, especially like in the later stages of the of the European competition, because there's a lot of at stake so so i think that's maybe you get a bit more emotional about things because i think we're like so close to achieving something special in the first year in europe so 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 yeah i think then then you get a bit more uh emotional but uh yeah just uh enjoyed the the whole journey really with the with the team because uh don't get me wrong i know i didn't play in them games but i think i was and still am i think like very important part of the team mm. that actually got us there yeah <laughs> so 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 yeah, I think that was that. Uh, like it meant a lot for me. It still means, yeah. I, I thought as well when um, obviously winning the Conference League. I remember there was the the trophy parade. Yeah, and then the big presentation at the Town Hall. And I think I'm right in saying you were the first one on the stage. Yeah, I was one and of you the were first jumping ones. Yeah, yeah, I was and dancing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I thought that's amazing to see how much it means to you. Yeah, it, it's like it, it really is a team sport. And I felt no, that, but it was special. Is it was like uh, like for us, for me personally, it was it was was amazing so so i'm actually very proud and uh, i know i didn't play any minute during that uh, run but i still think that you know I, i'm i'm i was really important to actually yeah, for yeah. Us oh, to, to always always a big part though because of yeah. the training and you know training, I mean? the, but the, the like, i always come back to the, the one, one moment but i don't know if you remember like for me the way we got to the conference league it was the point against city uh, at home, the last game of Nopes. Yeah. And uh, I, I, I saved the pen. Oh, yeah, and that yeah. point, like, it was like basically saying, okay, we got the European Brilliant. spot for sure. So, so no matter the other results in the last game or whatever, on that day, I, I know that we clinched the European spot. So I think if it wasn't maybe for that save, 
We will still have to go into final game of the season. So down to Lucas, mate. Oh no, God. I'm not saying. Actually, but, yeah, but, you are saying that. Yeah. You can't like, say you it. Yeah, okay, I'm saying that. <laughs> you didn't yeah. say that penalty. So we don't. No, but I think uh, oh without this point, we will still have to go into go final game, game yeah, uh, against yeah, Brighton away. Pressure, more, yeah, yeah. So, so then, uh, yeah. Oh, man. So I'm just saying. So hey. with the five minutes to go, it's all right. You'll be expect basically you're expecting a statue at some point. I just thought that. That's how I uh, explain the uh, why, yeah, why yeah. I have to. You that's know. what you tell your kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, older, yeah. So, yeah. so uh, everything started, you know, like Man City penalty <laughs> save. So bringing it up to the current day, it just feels like over the last few seasons we've added more quality and more quality until we've got to where we are this season, and we're doing fantastically well. We've brought in so many great players. And I just wondered, Lucas, who who, who are your favourite players to train with or even just to, to watch play? <laughs> no, but I like everyone. Everyone that we signed has been really good. Really, really good. Uh, like I mentioned, Dinos, very professional on and off the pitch. More the same. Uh, like great qualities as well as, as, as individual players. Eddie, Prowsey, like all of them. Really, really. I think, I think everyone was a bit worried about Declan leaving and how we're going to fill this gap. But I think now nobody really yeah. thinks like that. I think you, you clearly see that the team uh, is really good the, the way we've been built. So, so, so I think, yeah, all the signings have been, have been, yeah, amazing for us. So, and I, I spend a little bit of time down the training ground now doing the pod with Chris, but it seems when I'm around the place, the standards are really high as in like the, the standards in training, the standards around the ground, the way, the way the players are with the staff yes. at the training ground. Do you think that's come, has that come from the gaffer or is that just the level of player we got now where that is the standard that's expected? No, gaffer, gaffer always sets up. Yeah. He's always very demanding in training. So, so you cannot never really question yeah, uh, the way he wants uh, the standards he's training to to be, and uh, but at the same time, I think the players really try to apply themselves in the, in the, in the best way. They try to be very competitive uh, and and do the best in training, so so that basically helps uh, the team to to to, to grow. Uh, so yeah, I think once everyone is here, everyone is fit. It's it's crazy how how uh, competitive and. Uh, and uh, and I think joyful at the same time training uh, training can be so, so I think it's uh, it's very exciting. So my last question is: Ooh. You've now played more games for West Ham than any other club you've played for. Okay. So does this mean now you're a West Ham fan for life? Yeah, um, I have to be. Like good. Uh, no, <laughs> good. no, but like <laughs> uh, listen, I, I have a like uh, very soft soft spots for for all the clubs that I played for. But um, I hope everyone will understand that. Swansea means really yeah. a lot to me because uh, they were the club that actually gave our opportunity to the goalie that didn't play for seven years as a number one and they were the club that trusted me okay we're gonna you know sign you and, and see how, how 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 you do and I think I think uh, because of that I was able to build myself and then it carried on into this club and uh, yeah being here like for example if you ask my son that's the only club he he supports. He's crazy about West Ham. So, yeah, for sure. Uh, I hope. Uh, nah, I'm pretty sure I'll be remembered uh, in in a make. good way as a, as a as a as a West Ham player. But at the same time, yeah, the, it's a big part of my heart that, that it's it's uh, it's claret and blue. <laughs> yeah. Put it this way. So so uh, yeah, it's uh, it's a special club, really special club. Uh, 
It's funny because always Nope says uh, Nope's, yeah. Uh, he says it in a way, he, it, with the way he describes us. You never know what's around the corner with West Ham. <laughs> and I think that's what's so exciting. I'll put it this way, mate. I came to West Ham and I had a full head of hair by the, by the time I yeah, left. Yeah, but I think that's what's I so... clinging yeah, on to yeah. it for dear life. But you know what I mean, yeah? Yeah, I no, think but exactly. that's what makes more, it more so... More sort of when I was playing now, it yeah. seems a lot more... But I think that's what makes it special and exciting. Uh, and... For whatever reason, we always have to go through some something, yeah. something. But on the other hand, we always able to 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 bounce back and almost like surprise everyone that that mm. we are able to 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 compete for for something more than just being in the Premier League. So, yeah, if you look even at the at the recent history, I'm not saying at the about the European uh, run last year, but, but just the way the, the the last Premier League season has been, and suddenly this season, like boom. Woo. Well, there's not many goalkeepers who played 150 plus games for West Ham. Oh, really? Still fondly re- remembered, I would say, and I think okay. you, I would definitely remember. Play. So you already like? <laughs> no, well, no, I'm not writing you off <laughs> just yet. You off already. You've still got to win the Europa League for us this <laughs> yeah, season, so I'm yeah. not writing you off just yet. Right. But uh, I would. I mean, I'll end on that. How much do you want to win it? Oh like, yeah, it's like it would be crazy. Like, uh, yeah. I enjoy it so much because, like, for me, at the moment, like, I really miss the the every day, uh, every free day or every week, like, playing, playing you yeah. know. It's like, I miss that so much, the, the atmosphere, the the whole nervousness about it and everything. So every time when I have a chance to play, it's, it, it's special for me. It's re- it really is. Uh, so, yeah, if, if it comes to, to winning that that uh, that tournament, it will be like, yeah. Oh, Mental. Man. Yeah. Imagine it. With special, imagine yeah. the scenes. Yeah, imagine the scenes. Yeah, yeah. See you in Dublin. Yeah. Uh, oh man, I love that. Thank you, Lucas. What what a chat. And thank you for listening. We'll see you again next week. Until then, come on, you irons. Sports Social Podcast Network.